Good morning, Raboisai. Aguten Choydesh. Lili Nishmas, Imi Mirosi, Rus, Bas Mordechai. Today we have three sponsors. We are still in Pikiin Hachadasha. I'll get to that in a second. Sponsored by Shmuel Eliwat. In honor of my wife Miriam Tara, on the occasion of our 20th wedding anniversary. Mazel of Shmuel. Thank you for caring for the children every morning so I can learn at MDY. Yeah. Talk to the wife. She'll be asking to learn the da'a for the children. Avi Mandelbaum. Last night it happened to be by Avi Mandelbaum's home. I think this has no connection. This is way in advance that he sponsored, but it was a beautiful time in Moreshet. In memory of my great-grandmother, Mrs. Eva Freeman, on her 17th year, and my grandfather on his 23rd yard site. And Le'ili Nishmas, our mother, on the third sponsor. Le'ili Nishmas, our mother, Fego Bas Tzvi, Alea Shalom, on her 25th yard site. And Aishas, Aisha Chashuva, who's Nefteris, at 42 years old. From Yaakov, Leo, Cheski, Gabriel, Sarah, and Dovi Kaznet, and our family, Neshma should have an Aliyah, 42 years old. Wow. So, we are here in Pekina Chadasha. I was going through a little bit of a, a rough spot. My good chaverim, Noam Fix, Avi Kamiansky, in Gershon, Ben Moshe, they took me out to Simmer North, and we're still here. It was great times. Throughout the Shabbos, I kept on saying, well, we learned to do Zimun Kept on bringing up stuff from the Gemara until we got to Havdalah. Havdalah was a little bit of a boo-boo. As we see today, you're supposed to make Havdalah and Yayin. Being that the island was having such a great time, there was zero yayin left. And you're supposed to leave a little bit of yayin. It's a little bit of a problem. So, I need to read this email. We're slightly late here, but it's a great email. Dear email is from Tzvi Medetsky. How can I possibly thank you and the members of the MDY team? Noam, Avi, Gershon, Yosef, Yoshua, Ruven. Who else am I missing? There's many. Moshe Hirsch on the Aramerkaz, the Seltzers, Achim Seltzer. I've been in Rare, but we fired him five hundred charts, and your entire Mahalach are a daily reminder what I need to do to excel at my job. Your unique ability to pause and engage everybody in the room, and even those on Zoom, is amazing. And I found we've not been very good on the Zoom. We have to remind me, we have to go to the Zoom guys. I found myself listening to you share exclusively for fear of missing another personal story, bad joke, or tidbit that make it possible, impossible to tune out. Additionally, I've been forced to rethink the charts that I put up on the board because they don't measure up. I'm constantly looked out for anything I can use as a prop to enhance my giving over a perka mafkid to my. After all, not every Talmud is as easy to engage as in the Rizcha de Raisa as Ashazelik Farkovich. 
But I do have one complaint. Here goes. There's always one thing. It, can't, it couldn't have been a perfect email without this. But it's ganz fine. Yosef Ehrman is my first cousin. And the moment I discovered your shear, the strong resemblance hit me. The problem is, I think all of the shout-outs are getting to his head. I'm afraid what would have happened if the emailer from the other day had mentioned him as a supporting character on your TV show. He's handsome, but not in the same league as you. <laughs> and by all accounts, you don't understand how great this line is. I have to say it again. He's handsome. Now, why am I saying it again? Because I once told his wife that people say that he looks like me. And she goes, what? You know how much better looking he is than you? So here's his wife. I didn't say this. He's handsome, but not in the same league as you. Maybe, she, maybe he means he's much more handsome. Okay. As you, by all accounts, in equation, not nearly as talented on the basketball court. Thank you. I'm very much look forward to giving you a personal Shukayach and maybe even dancing together at the five town Psachim Siyum Tzvi Hersh Medetsky. Looking forward, Givaldik, Raboisa, here we go, another full daf of Agadita. Vomele Ravasi. Sorry, Vomele Rav, the Ravasi Gershon, you gotta make sure that the YouTube and everything is working because any second, no? We don't have very good connection here up north. So Rav says to Ravasi, You have to make sure that you have dogs and horses. You need the noise, you need the sound. Because if not, the thieves will come in there. And if the thieves come in there and you don't have a horse to chase them down, you're more likely to get hit up by those thieves. Don't live in Bechemesh. It says in the Gemara, why? In Bechemesh, the Mitzvah Blach. And it says here, you should not live in a city that the mayor is a doctor. Nothing about Swara. No, the point, the point is that the doctor is busy, the doctor is seeing patients. And well, let, the, let the city go. This guy is a bigger shed yesterday. The guy that didn't know stuff. This guy, not only is he marrying two women, if you should marry, you shouldn't marry two. But if you marry two, that's the plan. You gotta marry a third one. Wow. One of them is going to snitch. Omelie Rav Rav Kahana, again Rav tells Rav Kahana, one of the most degrading moments in my life was when I worked as an electrician. I wanted to go into the real estate field, but I wanted to learn from the bottom up. Everything I said, I don't have any new stories besides the one from last night, which I said two years ago. Fine. I was and the guy, the fr my firm boss, he got a, a job which required to dig one foot down into the ground and 60 feet long to bury a wire. The only problem was, now he wanted me to do the work, of course, so he gave me a shovel and he said, go to work. I only found out when I got to the location that it's my father-in-law's home. So there I am digging a 60 foot ditch, one feet deep, one foot deep, and it was in the middle of the winter and there was snow on the embarrassing time. Like I'm there with the shovel. With... The point is that sometimes you have to start from the bottom. Now, and I also want to say, one of the most inspiring things that I've seen, and I've said this many times, I spoke to the guy, 
There's a guy, I don't want to mention his name, because I didn't ask Rishos, but he comes every single day now to the Beast Medrash. And I was extremely inspired by him. I mentioned this to many people. He used to clean the streets right where our base Medrash is, in that neighborhood. And I lived in that neighborhood, and I would see a from guy, a little bit of a beard, with headphones, cleaning the streets with a broom. And they said he does a great job. He did it for a living. So I went over to him one day. I said, what's going on here? He says, I listened to Tyra Shear, Shirim. He's a very serious guy. My son, my 10-year-old, is his son's best friend. Your son's best friend. The three of them are best friends. Um, he says, I listen to Torah, and I'm able to work out and clean Eretz Yisrael. And I couldn't believe it. Here's, I'm so used to people only, only working in real estate and nursing homes. And me, he's cleaning the streets of Eretz Yisrael. All right. Anyway, you have to start from the bottom sometimes. You have to take any job that's available. And Be'ez HaShem, the Hasidim are very good at it, by the way. They drive trucks. They drive buses, they work as cashier registers. It doesn't matter. You, do, you get it done, bring a little parnasa. Your heart is going to desire it, you're going to get addicted, and you're going to spend a lot of money on the medication and on rehab. You shouldn't jump over the rivers. It causes, we say that if you take large steps, it takes away one five hundredth. Because you should make sure, because different people learn different things. In those days, if they had a, a, lot ache, a lot of pain in their teeth, they would just rip the tooth out. He says, don't do it, because the pain is going to go away and you're going to be stuck without a tooth. Which reminds me of, I read once, a beautiful thing that there's a soldier or soldiers, but I read about a particular soldier in the Russian army who didn't want to fast on Yom Kippur, who wanted to fast on Yom Kippur, I should say, and there's no way out. The only way out was if he pulled a tooth out. So in order to fast, he ripped his tooth out, and he showed them that he, he went tooth the day off, and therefore he was able to fast. Don't, it's not a lotion of kinna, of being jealous. Don't provoke a snake, or attack you, like the kind of and don't provoke a guy. There are three that you don't provoke. The Gemara explains you shouldn't provoke a younger guy. If you try to provoke a younger non Jew, what happens when he gets older? That's what you do with the, uh, with the Palestinians. They teach the young, that's what you do. So you think, ah, he's just a young kid. Eventually, he's going to come and take revenge. Talmud Katan, the same thing. You see a guy that's not that great in learning. You make fun of him a little bit, shtachim, and all of a sudden, before you know it, he's better than you, and he'll put you in your place. So Rav had another son. We were talking about Chia. He told his son, I tried really hard to teach you Gemara. It didn't work. You're not hopping. So you know what? Let me teach you a little bit about business. Let me teach you something about the world. So step number one is when you buy the produce, the product, don't hang on to it. Sell it immediately. So you buy and sell, buy and sell. Like this, you'll have a little money, you'll buy a little more. Don't be over Now he goes into other things, to detail. 
when you buy some, you purchase, you regret selling them. Try to hold on to them. So this two things. This is your business. Obviously, you want to sell. But other things, don't try to sell. Since it could spoil quickly. Shari, your wallet, in other words, receive the cash, and then only afterwards, psach sakyoch, then give the product. Kaba me'aro bleikoro me'igro. So this is a big yisoid for you, Avi. It's for you, specifically to you. Try to work close to your house, even if it means you're going to make less money. So I saw the Benya Yoda says a fascinating thing here, because he says the numbers that apply today, in today's day and age. How much money do you typically make on a, on a real estate deal? And he says, invest in real estate, you'll make about 5%. Whereas somebody comes over to you and offers you a 20 to 3% return, great. Stay away. Those are risky. Stick to something solid. And that also applies because a few times people came over to me. Quick money scheme. What? Quick money scheme. Yeah. But a lot, in Eretz Yisrael, there's a, a lot of these people, they, they advertise. You can buy a house in Philadelphia you know, for $20,000, just invest with us and we'll get you the money and you can make big returns. So I always tell people the same thing. If anybody asks me, I say, invest nearby, don't invest. And don't, don't trust all those scams. Better to make little, it says here, kava me'ara ve'lekura me'igra. A kur is 180 times the size of a kav. It's better to make one, one. If you know for sure you're going to make the money, it's what do you do? Lebe sudoraha. I was going to explain soon. Sudona is a beer maker. Why is it? If you have something in the basket, go right away and make your beer. Vatkama. Omarovo atlosa saw 432 eggs worth. Get rid of it. Omar Papa, Eloy the Ramoy Shikro, Loyatri. Rapapa, the famous beer maker. If it's not for the beer that he made out of dates, I wouldn't have been wealthy. Igida Amri, Omar of Chizdor, of Chiz is the one that said it. Eloy the Ramoy Shikro, Loyatri. My Sudana, why is a beer maker called a Sudana? Omar of Chizdor, Soid no Gumilas Chasadim. This is a beautiful secret. You take something cheap, like a date, and you make beer out of it, and you become wealthy to the point, what do you do with your money? You could give others. Gemilus chesed. Omer HaPapa, kol agav givio bayo. When you have debt, people owe you money. They buy it. So you're going to have to go knock on doors. And this is, you know, it's, I just realized now. Rav Papa for and he had to sit on a bed, and then he had to run away. So this is Rav Papa telling you, listen, it's better to get cash up front, whatever it means, however you could get it. Don't give credit; it's always problematic. Kudrai in 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 Hebrew, Ashrai credit. you don't know if you're going to get it. Less cash today than a lot of credit for tomorrow. Uda Mois if people pay you back, they pay you back a hundred here. Let's say you lend a thousand dollars. The guy pays you a hundred today, a hundred tomorrow. What do you do with a hundred bucks? You give it away, it disappears. It's better to get it in one shot. Try to go in some sort of platoon that goes in last. 
Go out last so that you can come back first if it's possible, if it's in your hands to do so, however, whatever that means, and however that means, if the general is not to tell you exactly how to go, try to come back first. So we had this number of times, so once again, don't borrow money from people if you can't afford it in the beautiful Shabbos. Now, right on the spot, Taisa says, but we say oh, that you could, whatever you spend on Shabbos, the Baruch Hu is going to pay you back. It says Taisa that you have, if you have the money, and you spend it, so Hashem will pay you back. But if you don't, you can't borrow money, then we spoke about yesterday, what does that mean, how much money you have to have, betachen, etc. Once again, the same idea. Try to do business with somebody that's successful, that has good luck. Says Rival, I heard from Manchin Don't do things in the open. The famous story of He went on the roof. Top and he saw her bathing, the whole story, he shot an arrow on an apple, on a bird, he tried to get a bird, and the, and the arrow went off and hit the sheet, and she was exposed. And that's how the whole, and she was married to Uriah, and the whole story sent him to war and died. Weber says he doesn't know what he's talking about, but the whole problem shit over there, and uh, there was some mess up, and it happened because she was on the roof, in, a, in an open place, in a public place where she shouldn't have been. What about the fact that he was fired in an open place? <laughs> they didn't have the, uh, what is it called, you know, when you get your license to carry, which I have, concealed weapon carry, they teach you these things. I don't know, they had those, mm -hmm. don't shoot in the open. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here's the biggest side. This is also, this, we might be able to apply this to today's day and age, to the Shidduch crisis. I'm not kidding. Bidcha Bagra. If your daughter gets older, Shachar Abdul Chavatenla. You have to look into what the Gemara is saying here. The Gemara is saying literally, let your slave loose and he should marry your daughter. In other words, in our day and age, we don't have slaves. So instead of going to Panovich to have the best shidduch in the world, so you go to Chreis, you go to Chevron, not Stavis. But uh, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you compromise. You don't want your daughter to get older. In those days, the Gemara says literally, Bagra, she became result because that, that's when they married them off really, really young. You don't want her to get too old. What? To what? Mitzvah. What does he say? We had it in the Gemara that you mishachar ever for the bar mitzvah. To make a minion, you can be mishachar ever. Yeah, so like you point it down right here. The what? And he says, before the minion? Yeah. Givaldic. Yeah, so the bar mitzvah, you're allowed to. Vavizor bishtachomichasonorishon. You're, you make sure your wife, because the Gemara always says that a, a woman loves her son-in-law, so it's problematic. You're not allowed to live in a mother-in-law's house. Because of the closeness that they might have, and she'll spend a lot of money on him. These things exist. you got to be careful. These three people get oil 
Hador Be'eretz Yisrael. If you live in Eretz Yisrael, you get Olam Abba. Oichal Olam Abba. V'amagadol Banov L'Talmud Torah. And if you bring up your sons for Torah. V'amavdol Yayim V'moitzoi Shabbosa. What does that mean? Literally, what it means is, if you see you're running low on wine, it's better to leave some old for Matzah Shabbos, rather than making Kiddush on wine. Kiddush you can make on bread. Estimated the oil was not kidding, not exaggerating. Probably the best zmiras I ever had in my life. Wow. This is, I'm not kidding. It was for hours. To what time? Without a guzma. To what time did the guys go straight? The boys. After midnight. After midnight, straight zmiras nonstop. Beautiful voices. Each guy here, unbelievable. did a phenomenal job. The adults also. So, um, Hold the wine after Shabbos? After Shabbos? No, it's mitzvah. First of all, you didn't do anything. You're just not drinking. My, the Meshire Mikidush Lavdalto. You leave over from Kiddush Tavdal, the Gemara says so before. And certainly, just to have another cup of wine in the middle of the wheel, we had plenty for Kiddush. Announces about them. Imagine a single man who's single and he has all these temptations because he lives in a city and he's not chayta. Which reminds me of Eliyahu Jacobs who found 7,460 shekel. I mean, we take it for granted, but imagine the, the Nisayan, person who has no money, considered an Avian, learns in Kailo, makes a couple thousand shekel, nothing, finds 7,000 shekel. Like that. No, Baruch says you have to give it back, you give it back. And it's not the biggest sign in the world, but it's, it's, it's up there. It doesn't have a simon, because the Gemara says, if you, sometimes you're a chassid shaita if you give back money. Because if, if a $100 bill falls on the fall, it doesn't have a simon. So this, you could be, argue that it wasn't real simon, or somebody's handwriting is not true, but it said exactly how much money was on the thing. Fine. A wealthy person does things quietly, doesn't pray for them. It goes for other things as well. It's not, we, have to, we have to learn from this. It means, give you credit, look how much I'm giving to, 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 to this. You do it with sinner. Rav Safra, Rav Kadobe Krachav. Says Rav Safra was a single man who lived in a city. We're turning to Dav Kufiud Gimlon Beis, sponsored by Eli Daikman, Brachvat Slocha for all the MDY team and their everyday lives. I wish I had a picture here. You know, I could take a picture. I'm going to take a picture real quickly. The MDY team, a big part of them, sitting right in front of me. In the middle of Shir. Here's the picture. Here's the clock. Givaldik. Okay. Tani for all the hard Avedis HaKadosh they do, which they do, it's not, it's unbelievable. For all Chal Yisrael, especially from our MDY family, please consider joining the MDY Tehillim group, tehillim.8mindav.com. Come join, sit down, what are you doing up so early? Tani Tanakamei, the Rav of Safra. So he said, he just said this halacha over. He said that if a person, person is single, and he and he's and he's gaber, and he doesn't, he's not chaytav. Tremendous chos. 
Tzavu pan of the Rav Safer. Rav Safer is so excited. I'm single. And I live in a city. Only Rav Lav Kigoyimar. It wasn't speaking about you. El Kigoyim Rav Chanina Rav Yishaya. They were shoemakers in Israel. They're sitting in a marketplace full of zainas. And the part of their job required them to make shoes for the zainas. They wouldn't even lift up their eyes to look at these. They're in such a terrible position and they still control themselves. When the the zayna when the zayna is when they would swear, this is what they would say. Look at these holy rabbis, the ba'ara the Yisrael. I'm swearing on the chashavah, the tamid chachamim, the holy tamid chachamim of Yisrael. Maybe that gives another meaning to that long kaddish. Kaddish. I don't know if we say that. I just remember something. Oh, the ba'asra kaddisha. Okay, that's a different thing. Okay, this is Rabbanon Kaddisha. Shleisha HaKadosh There's three that Kaddosh Baruch Hu person has anger, but he controls his anger. Umi Sheini Mishtaker Yeah, oops, on all of these, I think. Umi Sheini Mamin Ami Daisav Yeah, it's a problem. Person doesn't get mad. Person doesn't get drunk. Umi Sheini Mamin Ami Daisav and you hear this, Gary? person that doesn't get drunk, because loves him. I'm talking to myself here. I got a little bit more tipsy last night, no, two nights ago, than I did on, on Purim. Because, I guess because I didn't have to give shir until Moses Shams. Purim, I had to control myself, because of shir. Umi, sheni ma'amin ami doisov. person control is midas. Shloisha Gosh I'm sorry, a person who controls his midas, because Baruch loves him. Shlesh HaKadosh Baruch Hu Sainan. Three HaKadosh Baruch Hu hates. Hamadaber Echel Bepeh, Bechel Balev. He thinks one thing, but does another thing. Vayudeya Idus Bechaveroi, Benu Meidloi. He could testify for his friend, but refuses. Vayroid Vayerev Bechaveroi, Umeid Bayechidi. This is amazing. This is a big chiddush here. You know something terrible about a person. Terrible. Guy's a ganav, a guy did a terrible thing to a kid. Whatever it is, you. It's just you. And you go and you testify about him, on your part. Says Gemara, why? This guy Tuvia sinned. Lechudei. Zigud was the only one that saw it. So he went and he testified. Rav Papa turned around. Instead of punishing the bad guy, he punished the witness. I don't understand. He sinned and I get punished for it? In. Yes, the chsiv leyakom eid echad veish, you are over on mechilos. Since I cannot accept your testimony, testimony is only two. So what do you do? You came and you said something. Stop. You said lashon hara. I can't accept it because you're one person. And it says like say chirachol ba'mecha. You didn't gain anything by telling me the story. Unbelievable. I have to know the, the 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 different circumstances and if you're saving other people, this that how it works. But stop telling Rav Papa. A nice, a juicy story. And you were single. All you're trying to do is give him a bad name, and you didn't accomplish anything. I don't know how to, we have to apply it to our day-to-day lives, no? You think, you know the guy is a shtickle gana, you're trying to help everybody. Not the right thing to do. He's talking about an accomplishment. You show up in the basement. He's messed up. 
Not the rabbi. So and if you just show up and you your local rabbi, rabbi. Or I know. I'm saying a guy. A guy is uh, He's inappropriate with children. So what do you do? You keep it to yourself. Don't you have to? Saying so you have to know. Here's an amazing thing. You cannot testify about it. My He's a non-Jew. No, you don't have to help a non-Jew's donkey. You have to help the Jewish donkey. So of course we're talking about a Jewish donkey owned by a Jew, and you hate him. You're not allowed to hate a Jew. You shouldn't hate a Jew in your heart. I hate this one guy, but I hate him because he's causing me to hate him. That's why I hate him. Not because... That was too deep. I hate him because he's making me be over on the cisness of Chicha B'Vavecha. Okay, whatever. It's true, though. The, what happened is, there were witnesses that he did it is So, there's witnesses, and if there's witnesses, everybody has to hate him. So why are you special? Why is it so Why are you hating him? He's the whole world's enemy. You are the only one that saw that he sinned, and you are the only one that is permitted to hate him. Now, there's an amazing Taisus, a very deep Taisus. I love this Taisus, top Taisus. It says, You have in front of you your best friend, and you need to undo the, his donkey, but you have in front of you an enemy that you have to. Load up the donkey. You're supposed to help your enemy in order to overcome this bad inclination that you have to hate people. Even though usually there's a bigger mitzvah to unload. It says, What are you trying to overcome? We just said it's a mitzvah to hate this guy. Why do you hate this guy? You hate. You obviously we're not talking about a Russia, we're talking about a tzaddik. He's a really bad guy. So then why does the Gemara say that you should help him in order to overcome your bad inclination, which the Torah told you to hate? You're supposed to hate him. You're not supposed to overcome that inclination. It says Tais is an amazing psychology here. You're supposed to hate him, so you hate him. How much are you supposed to hate him? The Torah tells you to hate him. So no, how much hate can you already build up in you because the Torah said you, you hate him 20 out of 100. So now, the bad guy, this Ganav that you hate, he realizes that you hate him, because So now he hates you 20. Oh, he hates you, and he starts saying things about you, so now you hate him 40. Oh, that extra 20 that you hate him, that's what the Torah wants you to get. You're supposed to hate him a certain amount, not like, wow, like, like you hate a Nazi. You hate him because he's a bad guy, because he's not listening to Akash Baruch But now you added your... Personal vendetta, that's what the Gemara wants you to get rid of. They say, Gemara, you completely hate him. You want him to die. A guy that doesn't have air, you don't want him to die. You should get cancer. No, you don't want that. He's a bad guy. Now, you're his enemy. That's what you're. It's unbelievable, Gemara, no? You have to work on your midas to hate another person. Unbelievable.
We say all the time, if a person doesn't act properly, is not my kind of Torah, then you could hate him, you could talk about him, there's different things you're allowed to do. You hate the guy that's doing bad, evil. Are you allowed to tell your Rebbe, or anybody, in fact? You're allowed to tell them. If you know that your Rebbe or whatever it is is going to trust you 100%, then you're allowed to say it all. So here it goes. That's what we were talking about before. If somebody's going to really trust you, or if he thinks you're a, a guy that makes up stories, so then you're not allowed to tell him. There are three people that their life is it's miserable. People that have rechmanas on everybody, and people that constantly get angry. People that are super sensitive, everything, uh, everything bothers them. Rav Yosef, Kulu, Isnu, B. Rav says, I'm, I'm messed up. I have all these things. I'm Rachman, Rachman, and he's blind. Shemi Rachman. Torah Abba. Shloisha Sainim says, the three that hate each other. Elam, Haklavim, Dohehan Goylem, and chickens. Vachabarim, and these are perfect. Shemim, Afazainois. So everybody goes crazy. What Tamil Chacham hate each other? Because different shots in the Torah, the way they learn, they were very aggressive in their learning. Shloisha Oyavim says there's three that love each other. The Gerim are they have to stick together because they're, they're, they're the bottom of society, they're, they're looked down at, so to speak, today. But people, you know, Ger, so they stick together. Vavodim and slaves, Vairim and crows. The four that nobody could stand them. Elohim. So this is the reverse of what's supposed to be. You have a pauper that runs around with his nose up in the air. He's so proud. Usually reserved for, for the wealthy. Not that it's a good thing. A pauper that says, I, I can't pay you back. I don't have money. I think I could pay you back. So, why? so he's acting the reverse of what, he, what we expect. And people hate that. V'zokim inayif, an old person that runs around doing Yisurim. And somebody in charge of the, of the community, and as the Rishbam points out, he doesn't take care of the community. All he does is, he uses his power and, and depresses the... A person divorces his wife once or twice, and then he brings her back. So how come Tanakhama doesn't talk about a person that divorces his wife twice? He's in the mitzvah of Machzik Rishos, and then he divorces again. It's a terrible thing. People hate that guy. So, because the Ksuvasa Maruba, the reason why he brought her back is because he couldn't afford it. He had too much of a Ksuba, he's like, you know what, it's better if I marry her. And then he realized, okay, money, I'll get, I'll get rid of her again. He doesn't want to, Leimotsi Megarish means he doesn't want to divorce her because, he doesn't want to remain divorced because he has children with her. Says the Gemara, Chamisha Dvarim Tzivo Knan is Banav. There's five things that Knan told his kids. Now, the Rajbam says he didn't really tell them. But they act in such a way that's obvious that this is, this is very acceptable by them. Hevu says, you should love each other. Vevu says, you should love to steal. Vevu says, you should love Arayas. Vesinu says, you should hate your master because Knan are always slaves. So if you hate your master and you love Gezel, you get a. You, you, Get along in life. 
to never mess and don't talk the truth. Don't speak the truth. He loves war. He's about guy with a horse. And he hates sleeping, like the Gemara Brooks talks about Avon Amelech, that he slept Shishim Nishman like a horse. He eats a lot, and he deposits less. He wants to kill his master. He doesn't run away. He won't run away from danger. Words, some say that if you come back to the, you don't say to me, I have a horse here. I bought a horse, a horse, and he's he's very into eating, and he, he that's a horse. You can't give it back to me. Or you say, oh, I went to the war with him, and he's a terrible horse. No. That's it. Well, as long as he acts like a horse, then you, he's a horse. Shiva Menuda no Shemaim, the seven that, that are Menuda, they're excommunicated by Shemaim. Melem, Yehudi She'ein Isha, if you don't get married. Bishyesh Isha Vein Banim, if a person doesn't have children. Now, Tysus points out, what do you mean he doesn't have children? Because he doesn't want to have children. It's up to him, and he decides, I don't want to have children. He's a Pesheya. Ubishesh Le'ibanim Vein Le'ibanim Tam Torah, again, he's a Pesheya. He doesn't send them to, to, to Yeshiva. Umishain Le'itfilim Beroi Shoyut Film Bezroi, it's his big doy. So this is interesting. It even says tzitzis over here. You should go your way to do the mitzvah. No, you're not to wear tzitzis. Only that, that, okay, so go and put fill on your head, at least for Kriyashma, at least for these things. You go barefoot. Let's say you come to a bris and you sit down, you don't want to bear. Or, like Tyson points out over here, on top of Kufi Dalit, there's a chasana of a, of a Kayan marrying a Bastamut Chacham, that sort of thing. A, a real mitzvah, you don't, you don't participate. You come and say Mazatov, you run away and say, how do you know you don't ask the stargazers what's the future? Now we said, just the other day we mentioned Rav Yosef was told by the stargazers that he's going to be a Rashid for two and a half years. He realized that he's going to die after two and a half years. So he said, Rabbi should be first for 22 years and I'll be second. So that's stargazers. The answer is, he didn't go to them. They came to him. They offered information. You're allowed to trust their information. They had, it's based on on, 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 a, on a real science, but don't go and ask them what the future holds you. Why? You have to accept everything Hashem. So don't, don't worry about what the future is. Rabbi, say, over here you can close your ears. It's not, this is not good. If you know that your friend is greater than you, if he knows one piece of Torah more than you, you have to treat him with covet. Look at Taisus over here, on top of Kufi Yudal Ramadalf. This is why I told you you can't listen to this. Second Taisus down. If you didn't learn anything from this guy, he knows one piece of information more than you, you have to treat him with respect. But, if somebody taught you one thing, if you learn one thing from somebody, then certainly you have to treat him with respect. <coughs> you hear Gary? Okay. That wasn't respectful. Say that nicely again. Let's just finish this one line here. So a woman who gives birth to a boy, she's tummy for seven days, and then she gets 40 freebies. Even if she sees dam during those 40 days, she's not Tommy, she's muttered to her husband. And then she goes to the mikvah. 47. So, 
on that day, 47. Now, if it's a, if it's a girl, you double it up. So she's telling me for 14 days, and then from day 15 to 80, they're all freebies. And then she goes to the mikvah on 81. So if she is tar through those 40 days, so she doesn't care about dam. Dam means nothing to her because dam is mutter. Dam is it's as if nothing happened. So we're concerned, this is the Rabbanan, Allah the Rabban, we're concerned that she's going to be confused. She's not going to realize that, that dam is something, that dam creates tumma. So we tell her to wait one day, one, one oina. Let's see the Gemara. She's not allowed to be with her husband. For how long? is one period of time. In other words, a one 12 hour period. That first night that she goes to the mikvah, she's also to her husband for 12 hours just to make a break from her freebies. And now from now on, she's also to her husband every time she sees them. Have a wonderful day. Share my lives. Shemalaz, <laughs> <laughs>